Sounds. Welcome back to the uh, the ninth episode of the Bite That Thumb podcast. We're here, uh, actually, two weeks in a row, um, despite you know James trying his best to interrupt our um, our weekly flow here. We we didn't give him shit for it last <laughs> week, but Jarrett and I wanted to make sure we gave him a, an appropriate amount of of difficulty uh, after interrupting way. our our seven week streak of getting a, a podcast on time. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is the ninth, and not the tenth. It would have been the tenth, but it's the ninth episode. Uh, thank you, James. Um, oh. of the of the podcast, yeah. and it hasn't been that crazy of a week for me. Uh, we we've got some some rap to talk about. Uh, we'll get to, get to the Hawaii discussion later. Jared, I know I know yeah. you had a couple things you wanted to chat about before we got into anything else. Um, it's gonna probably be a short episode. Here. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're pretty much wrapping it up now. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Um, no, I, I, I did have a couple of things. Um, I got one music-ish item. Okay. Two sports items, one of which I think that James could participate in. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I have okay. one just really weird thing that I'm just kind of saving the. Uh, oh, am I too loud? By the way, am I good? Before we get, <laughs> I just want to make sure. I mean, because if, if I don't say it now, it's gonna. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, I didn't mean to be unprofessional. There, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> this is completely unprofessional. I actually enjoyed listening to last week's episode where. Ethan explains one thing to James, and I must have been out of the room, and then he just explains it again <laughs> to me after I come back. In my it's defense, like, I apologize. I made sure to apologize to the you audience. Did, oh, did you're, you're, like, you're like you're like thinking about you're like uh, the listeners are gonna hear this twice. <laughs> it's, it's like kind of funny to hear that moment of clarity. Did you catch when when Jared and I like were saying something, and you came back, and uh, I think we we're pretending you would know we if you listened to the episode. Uh, <laughs> You cut that out? <laughs> nope, it's in no. there. I, know, I was, like, was going to say, but he's you... He's asking if you listened to it when you were... Yeah, because you, you were away in the room when we did it. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. I left it in so that... Because you guys were like, oh, Ethan will cut this. No, I left it in. I needed that content in there. All right, so let's 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 start here. So yeah. week, we're, week we're nine... Just, I'm not cutting any of that. That was... This is what I want. I want us to just like sound like morons. All right. Jared, so uh, you got some some things we you wanted to chat about. You said sports. All right, yeah. So I'll start with one that I think that James might be able to to comment on. Right. So okay. this is something. So so this is something that I have heard before, and I never really put much stock into until I thought about it a little more. And I actually think it's not crazy, and it's something okay. that we could see in the future. Yeah, I think it's probably the only sport that it could work. But I think that the NBA could abolish the draft. And All it would right. work. It would work go. somewhat. So, you know, Abolish right now how track. it works. Right. So right now how it works is 
you know, the draft order for rookies, you know, any college player, 18 year old player that wants to enter the NBA goes into the draft mm-hmm. okay. and the worst team gets the first pick or, you know, there's, there's a lottery to determine who gets the picks, but you know, the worst teams have worse odds, et cetera. The best teams have the, the last picks. Right. And, you know, there's some guys like Kyrie has mentioned this, that he thinks that the draft should be abolished. And when you first think about it, it's kind of like, Oh, I don't know if that would work because, you know, these good young players would probably just want to go to like the Lakers or some right. Los Angeles team where the weather's warm. And they, if, you know, if you could pick where you yeah. play, you know, they might all join one team. But I think the thing about the NBA is that really NBA teams, the way they work can only support through two, three at most very rarely four unless it's like a perfectly divided team right star players at a time anyone other than that is really kind of going to be in an ancillary you know side role right and i think because of that and because there would still be a salary cap so you know you can only have three players you know getting paid the most amount of money i think that players would naturally want to go to their own situations or their own teams where they can be the alpha dog versus you know i like getting paid yeah yeah i think there would be a couple of guys who would probably be like oh you know i'm gonna go play with the lakers or i'm gonna go play with the clippers but Mm -hmm. you know i think on a whole like i think like a guy like zion i don't think he would have went and played with like anthony davis and lebron because he would have been you know his his ceiling is capped at that point I, i don't know i think it's interesting to think about i actually so um like troll weather's like on a couple podcasts he's had so far with um, people from, you know, the sports world or whatever, when he does like the interviews, um, he's brought this up. Like he's been like a proponent of like getting rid of the draft and his theory on it was always um, on, on the podcast has always been like Jared, the same idea where get rid of the draft. Like some guys are going to like, who, who know they're the, like if in their head, they're that dude. Like they're, they know they're going to be, ridiculous like i want my own team they're gonna do that but like the op like his idea was the option is teams should be able to decide if you're a low market te- a small market team it's like we'll give you you're a rookie we'll give you 15 20 million a year for the next three four years you come to us you make great money it's not going to be a big you know we're not going to win we're not gonna be a playoff team whatever or the big market teams that are probably like already in the playoff contention, um, like the Lakers, it's like you take, uh, they're, they're able to offer lower contracts on the idea of you play with us for a couple of years, you, you get some playoff experience, uh, you, are, you play with some stars, and then like later on, you can do whatever you want. That way, like at least, it, like, uh, and the idea behind that was, you know, like Zion and um, uh, what was his teammate at Duke, uh, plays for the Knicks. Cameron Rose? No, uh, Barrett. Barrett, yeah, RJ Barrett. Like, say, like, the two of them, they wanted, like, they wanted to keep playing together. Like, they're, they're like, you know, we're going to the NBA, like, we're boys, like, we want to we wanna keep this up. Um, they both pick a mid-market team who can offer, like, a, like decent contracts and a decent team, not, like, a, you know, not perennial playoff contenders, but also not, like, bums. Um, like they both take like decent contracts for a couple of years. They play together. They see if they can make make it work. And then like later on, they can decide to do whatever they want. Um, yeah. and then like, and the same same idea that you had, like that that does it it doesn't hurt 
the small mark, the quote unquote small market teams, despite like their owners are, you know, multi-billionaires. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt those small market teams. And it also doesn't just like force everyone. Cause like in the defense of this, the large, like the big market teams, they can only sign what, like 13, 14 people. And then maybe a couple guys in the G league. Like, it's not like everyone will just end up in LA. Like, yeah. And the money and the money doesn't work out either. You know what I mean? Like, right. like they can pay, they can pay so many guys, but eventually it's like, you can only sign minimum deals and stuff. So I don't know. James, do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah. It is. So I was wondering, does this really only benefit if they were to do it? They're good players. And where, did, where does that, lead? if that, if that's the case, like where does it lead the, the mid range to, not so good. Well, no, I don't know if it. I, I think it could benefit all types of players because even if you're, you know, you're not one of the best players in the draft, you're not a top fourteen guy. You're like a a, tw- a guy in the twenties. You're this guy who can, you know, maybe you play really good defense, and you can kind of shoot a little bit, just threes. You can't really dribble or anything, but you can yeah. play defense and you can shoot. You know, the way it's set up now you're hoping that a team that knows how to use you will take you. But the reality is anybody could take you. And, you know, in my mind, if you're that player, you know, there's a real chance that you're looking at the NBA because obviously you're following the NBA if you're about to enter it. And maybe you're looking at a team and you're like, oh, you know, I would fit right in with this system. Like the way these guys play basketball. Right. Like, like, even if, even if it's not like the top tier, you can still find a – you might be able to still see a spot that you – the best situation for you know you. that's kind of like it's kind of like actors when they pick their roles right like they audition for and then either, of course you know rather than- yeah and i mean even if it's like you know i'm sure there's really great movies but i think there's a real thing where especially in movies you know you have one or two lead actors right you know once you get three four big roles i mean a fifth person you're not going to get leonardo dicaprio to play a role that has you know five percent of the lines you know he's gonna be like this is a waste of my time and and i really do think you got a guy like zion or even rj barrett who's coming out of college one of these you know top tier elite players Mm. and they look like they look at a team like the lakers you know you know if this was the way it went maybe they would even have three or four better players you know he's like what am i gonna get like 20 minutes on that team like i'm gonna be like the fifth option you know i'm gonna be forgotten right. about that's not what i'm doing this for so but also at this at the same like the same time even if one of those players decides to go play for the ad lebron lakers like like they're taking in the idea of like they be taking a smaller contract it's like yeah, like I'm okay. Like I, I'm right off the bat. Like I'm okay with. It's their you know, choice. Yeah, picking up, picking yeah. up some playoff uh, experience right away. Like I want, I want to be able to learn this kind of style. I want to know the the, the playoff competition because de- you know the defenses get stronger in the playoffs and like if or like you want to learn real playmaking from some or, or real uh, defense like you know, rim blocking from you know AD or whatever. Yeah. Um, like they should be able to have that option. Like, well, I also think this is where like teams like teams could really benefit from the effort that they put into their actual like organizations and programs. Right. Like if you're a really good organization that is like really good training staff and good facilities and all this stuff, yeah. and it's not even just so much about the location, but if you're in a bad location like Detroit or Cleveland or one of these not right. so desirable places, you know, if you get your organization somewhere that's, you know, desirable for mm-hmm. a rookie player to say, Hey, like, I think I, this would be a great place for me to start. 
even if they plan to leave in four years, you know, that would be a really good way to get good talent without having to rely on freaking ping pong balls and tank it, you know? And I also, I think it would be really good for the league just because it would show, it would open people's eyes to the fact that the idea of like a small, uh, I'm doing air quotes, a small market team, like it's, I get it. Like people want to live on the coast. They want to live in like warm areas like LA, but it's bullshit. Like it's, it's billionaire owners who just like refuse to spend money. And like, they live on the idea of like, Oh, we're a small market team. Like no one's going to want like, no, like you just don't want to pay. Like the bucks are like in every sense of the word, a small market team. And they are, they're just like on like in the past couple of years, I mean, they made some mistakes, but and they obviously didn't want to pay. Um, it wasn't Drew. It was uh, Malcolm went, Brogdon. Brogdon, yeah. They, they didn't want to pay Brogdon. Mistake. But, like, they, like, the Bucks are probably the only small market team that, like, shells out the money to a full team. Like, there's no excuse for any small team to just not pay people. And, like, I think that, like, giving the players an option to say like, Oh, well, like I'll go for a better contract or I'll go play at a contender and take a smaller one. Like that would like be like the, um, what's it called? Like the starting point for people to stop, like stop accepting like, Oh, Oh, it's just a small market team. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the NBA, I feel like, is different because they do have the salary cap. But I mean, really, when you talk about is the luxury tax. But I mean, I I think the reality of it is the thirty owners, and maybe this is more of a comment commentary on the ownership. But I mean, they're willing to commit the salary cap and you know what it costs to run the organization, and they're making money, obviously. Right. And I I I think you we say like the owner, like it's a good point. Like it it comes down to what the ownership wants to do. And well, like, some of them, it's not their primary, you know, right. the, the honest truth is they're like, yeah, this is a nice thing. I like having this. I like, you know, owning this <laughs> I like team, owning but, this professional sports Yeah, but team. like, yeah. I'm not going to fucking pay an extra $70 million out of my personal checkbook to try to give us a chance at winning when, you right. know, if somebody blows an ACL, we're screwed anyways. Right. You know, which that's honestly a big, a big credit to the, the Warriors owners and, and people like that, where the owners are like, no, we really care about winning. We're going to push it. You know, yeah. I get that. But also, if you're like a four seed or a five seed, and, you know, honestly, maybe you think the guys on your team aren't, you know, championship yeah. level guys. You're like, you're like, hey, we're good enough to sell tickets and be a four seed and be competitive and get those, you so know, like maybe one series or two series worth of playoff games. But, you know, when it comes down to my checkbook, right. I don't really think that we're going to win. But, like, you know? I, it just, I think it frustrates me a lot because it, and it comes down to the, the, the draft is just existing. Um, because like AD shouldn't have had to waste six years of his career on a garbage Portland, that's a hot take. It's not a hot, take. <laughs> but maybe you got a guy and honestly, maybe you got a guy like Lonzo who was honestly kind of self-aware when he was coming out, he gets drafted to the Lakers. Right. You could argue that that wasn't the right landing spot no. for him. Yeah. He didn't like the attention. He's more of a low-key guy. I mean, I know he does like the rap rapping and stuff, but right. I mean, he's really, he, he shies away from the LeVar stuff. Who's to say that he wouldn't have gone to someplace like New Orleans if they were like, hey, 
we really like what you can do. We're going to build our offense around you. You know what's sad is, like, Lonzo, I think he's just in the wrong era. Like, I, he's basically Rondo from, like, 10 years ago. Like, he, he's not a good shooter. Uh, obviously, Rondo is – it's not great. but like He's, he's been shooting he's, better this year. Uh, uh, like, Rondo has developed his shooting game in his later years. But, like, and Lonzo is getting better. But, like, think about, like, you, you throw Lonzo on a team 10 years ago where – your point guard was really just supposed to pass the ball and like pass yeah. that get great. He's a great, like assist create, like he's a great playmaker. Um, he can rebound. He's just, he's just not a, a scorer. And I think that it, like you said, like it hurt. Uh, if he had been drafted anywhere else besides the Lakers, I think there wouldn't be like, there wouldn't have been that always a bust. Like, because like when you get drafted by the Lakers, you're supposed to be that guy. Like you, you, like, yeah, you, is there any cons to to possibly doing it this way? Yes, and I was actually just yeah, th- this is kind of the last thing that I wanted to mention before we move on to something non basketball related. But I think the biggest con, and, and I think it's good overall, but a, a real true con that would probably exist for some of the more elite players is when there was a period in NBA history in the '90s and early 2000s when you could there was no rookie scale. The, the rookie contracts were not so the way it works now is the first round pick the first overall pick i should say makes you know whatever it is 10 million dollars a year and it's scaled right. up by five percent for the four years the second overall pick makes nine million third overall pick makes eight million the four, and so on and so forth right it's okay. scaled the highest rookie still makes a pretty modest contract they get more because they're the first overall pick but Mm-hmm. It's exponentially scaled so that basically everybody outside of the top guys is getting paid something pretty small because they're rookies. Right. Before right. they instituted that, they had issues with guys like Chris Weber and other superstars that came out of college and they were like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. Even like Kevin Garnett when he was drafted. Mm-hmm. They got these huge, huge contracts, like $20 million deals, especially the small market teams because – the draft was the only way they were getting these guys. Right. So they said, hey, we'll give you a six-year contract, $20 million a year. And, of course, a young kid coming up was like, oh, my God, that's like stupid money. I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to take that. But it's almost, you know, the Bill Simmons podcast, he calls it the too fast, too soon era. Yeah. Where when you're like a 19- or 20-year-old kid, getting all that without really having earned it other than college mm-hmm. is really not great for your development almost as a person or a basketball player because you think about it these guys come out of college even the greatest ones they have a lot of developing to do in the nba like even the guys like kobe and stuff when he came into the nba he grew so much from his first nba game to you know year two or whatever he grew you know he gained so many skills and he he, the the training and stuff of the nba Mm -hmm. benefited him so much Uh, but what you know what happens usually is you get that modest contract you work your ass off for your first four years because you're mm-hmm. going for that big contract and in that time in that four years you become a very good basketball player you become right. a full nba player you grow you mature mm-hmm. what happens with this is you or you six... fall off and yeah but i mean i think if you get like a five or ten million dollar deal i think if you're one of the guys that's going to fall off you're not going to get one of those big deals anyways but my issue, not my issue, but my only yeah. concern is that certain players, I can't even really think of one that comes to mind, but 
you know, a superstar number one overall pick, even let's say Anthony Davis, like mm-hmm. if Anthony Davis comes in and he's not playing on that rookie scale and working towards that one big supermax contract that takes care of you for life, he knows he's getting it in four years if everything right. goes normally. But I mean, let's say he does get a six year, you know, crazy bazillion dollar deal. You know, what if he does get like lazy and stops working hard and, and never develops these skills that he has? I would too. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's I just give human a shit. nature. It's just human nature. And also, you're talking about kids who are 19 and 20. I mean, how immature were we when we were 19 and 20? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but it, I do it, have it's a, totally unreasonable. I do have a counterpoint. Zion Williamson at eight, no, 19 years old signed a $71 million Nike deal. Yeah. And is maybe creeping up to being one of the best players in the league. Like, And I think he's a guy with the work uh-huh. ethic that he could have gotten a big deal. Yeah. And I, that's, that's why I'm saying. He also, he, he had like the, everybody. he had the destiny to be like what he, like he's just gonna get, he's like, like, you know, you throw Gian, like every, when Giannis got in the league, it was like, all right, Giannis is going to be that dude. And, and But like, I mean, you could still um, do this with a rookie scale. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You could oh yeah. Still, I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting thing for them to look into because, the, the NBA is one of the very few leagues that is always looking to be ahead of the curve and yeah. and do things before problems come up instead of after. And I, so. I think it would be easier for the the NBA than like the NFL or the NHL to get rid of the draft because it's so much smaller than the other two. Yeah. Like, and like, uh, uh, it's funny. So this kind of stems from another point, but like uh, LP and I were talking about how only... 60 guys get drafted yeah. and like in some get signed after too but. right but like but like in in the draft like there's 60 60 draft positions and like there's like two 250 or 300 guys in the ncaa tournament like it's it's not big and like even number 60 could end up being halfway decent i.e isaiah thomas for like a couple of years like um, Those undrafted guys that end up being pretty decent. Yeah, Daniel Tice, like undrafted, ended yeah. up being he's gonna get paid next year. Like, um, yeah. so that I know we don't want to keep keep the NBA talk going, but uh, we don't want. We can do this going. forever, man. Um, I did want to bring <laughs> up one should. thing I saw this this past week, and it was just, <laughs> um, uh, a couple Twitter accounts were talking about that yeah, posed a question: Could LeBron James. No. Originally, it was arm behind his back. No, no. One arm no. behind his back. But, like, we'll just take the arm. We'll give him both arms. Throw him right now on a, on a 16 seed in the March Madness tournament. It's winning it all, right? Like, it, there's just. Yes. Like, yeah. it, it depends. I mean, it depends how seriously LeBron would take it. But. Say say he's yeah. going all in. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There, there was one guy who was like, no, nah, bro. Like. Uh, you know, Gonzalo, that's a good-ass team. Like, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, he would just go on the side of any decent shooter and, you know, they could double, triple team him. We're, we're like, talking, like, yeah, like, like someone was like, we're talking about guys that have homework to do. Like, I mean, they, like, double, they double, triple team him in the NBA and he, and he gets out of success. Yeah, I mean. and then, then someone asked, like, what's the worst, like, who's the worst player in the NBA who could, like, still lead a team to cut down the nets? Oh, I, I, the best answer for this I saw. Oh my God, the guy from that Terrence Ross. Oh Terrence my God, Ross. 
That is so. <laughs> that's honestly not even the worst guy who could win it. No, because he would. I saw win someone. It I saw someone say. Someone said Trey, Trey Lyles. <laughs> no, because he's a big like. Like honestly, there there's this one kid. He was on the Rockets for a while. Actually, he, th- throw Zion on a like on Duke again. They they probably uh, win it all. Like, see, honestly, it, it's got to be somebody that can handle. Like Zion can handle the ball, but is anybody that can handle the ball for the whole game? I'm just like like think the talent. Like he could have. He, he was shooting threes in college. Like think about him now. Like he's hitting the NBA range, and like he's big. He's bigger. He's stronger. Like. It's wild how people don't understand how talented, uh, bless you, how bless talented you. professional athletes are. Like, I had to mute that, but I couldn't get it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, cut that out. Let's cut all this out. Just cut the first forty-five minutes. We've out. said we've said like nine <laughs> times. So that's nice. We've said cut this out so many times. This episode. Um, oh, keep this in. Like pe- right. pe- people don't understand how talented like professional athletes are. Like that. Uh, we talked about it, about it last week with that video of just Scalabrini cooking that oh, like yeah. athletic child like in the prime of his life and like it doesn't matter like we're, we're talking about <laughs> the most skilled people in the world like um but yeah so to, Tran- to kind of transition. transition all right I'm, I'm trying to host it um oh I don't know I thought it was like a oh, I thought man. it was James host James host day for episode nine. Yeah, for the in first time week. in nine weeks. Uh, sorry, it, ten weeks. It would have been nine weeks if we, you know, we we hadn't missed Aww. an episode. Um, <laughs> Jarrett, so you had, you wanted to bring us something else non basketball related? Yeah. So I heard through the grapevine Uh-oh. that Spotify had an update to their user interface. Yeah, it, it did, and I I didn't know it didn't exist before this happened. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to say I am an Apple Music loser. There's so many reasons. Poor. Like, no, I'm sorry. Spotify, <laughs> Spotify is cool for a bunch of reasons, and Apple Music is not for a bunch of reasons, but I just prefer Apple Music. And You have the, Apple Music? Yeah, I do. The only thing I'm going to miss about Apple Music is that oh, Siri. I didn't even know uh, that. You can tell Siri to play songs. Like you can play yes. Siri, yeah. That's I the like only that. thing I miss. But the, the the other thing that I like is that Apple Music will never change their user interface. The one there was one time in college where I finally was like, you know what? I really want to do Spotify rap. It's cool. Spotify has these mm-hmm. cool videos and stuff that play for certain songs. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna transfer all my music. I'm gonna add every song that I have on Apple on Spotify. And the day that I went to do it. They had it was like freaking two years ago. They had a big user interface change, and it all looked different. And Kendra was complaining about it and crying. And I was like, you know what? I'm not getting myself into this. And you know what? I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> no, like everyone, like the only thing that changed is apparently they added a recently played button, and like it now okay. gives you like a you can scroll through like the last eight months of like every song you've played. And like I didn't, I didn't really need that because they already had. I'm showing it on the camera. Like they already had the recently played like album scroll through on like the main. Can you screen. describe how you're how you're rubbing? Oh, like it's literally like on the home screen. Like it's just like 
they just left, show right, left, right, left, the right. album like cover. It's like most recent. Like you had it had to be whatever you clicked on when you searched it. It wasn't like Spotify is weird. If you add a song to your queue without clicking on it, like clicking to play the song, it didn't include it in your recently played. Um, okay. Okay. Like that. All they added was like in the top right corner just shows like every like now it's like every song you've played not just like so it's basically you're saying you don't like spotify that's not what i'm spotify is so much better than apple i honestly <laughs> never use it so i can't better. i can't shit on it uh, but... uh bite thy thumb uh promo code um bite, already thy, to it. bite thy spot spot no, no no spotify uh they'll, they'll give you thumb. zero dollars off for three months um <laughs> yeah, so they're like, paying full price yep um, but they'll, they'll, they'll hook us up with, uh, <laughs> with, with merch and stuff. So, you know, hit, uh, keep, wait, keep, who's the guy who made it? Cause I honestly don't think he did anything worth uh, Thomas Spotify. Yeah. Okay. No, it's his name. What was this original thing about? I don't know. He, Jared decided to bring up a point and, uh, neither of us really the cared Spotify change, Spotify <laughs> changes the, the, you know, the, yeah, no, they didn't. Uh, like, they they only added that that uh, recently played button. There's no user interface change. Um, we should get a poll. Everybody, listen. If you can, uh, it's gonna be like know. one person, like section, Jared's dad, who like doesn't probably use either of them. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be like my dad and Jared said who use like at, like Amazon Music. Like, <laughs> both of them be like, oh, it's so wouldn't it be crash. wouldn't it be funny? Yeah, imagine like he actually had a he actually had like a stance even though he never used either one. <laughs> day his life. Do, like do, do your parents good... do, are your parents like with with it? Uh, like, do your my parents my do family stream? my family uses music? Amazon Music, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is why we're on Amazon Music now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh yeah, so bite that thumb podcast at uh, amazonmusic.com or something. Like that. Yeah, we're, promo on, code there, we're on so. there now. No promo code. We're not giving you shit for Amazon. <laughs> you don't deserve anything for that. Uh, I did want to bring a quick thing up. It was. Um, oh, sorry. James, continue. No, I was just going to say. No, I was going to say that there was no music, but there wasn't really anything good. So there wasn't can, anything good to scratch week, yeah. that. Um, not really. So I wanted to bring something up really quick. It, uh, this is serious. It's serious, yeah. Dropkick. Uh, Jarrett, so <laughs> COVID restrictions included, uh, James and I attended a um, an alcohol dispensaristarianism. Um, you know, it's a professional name for a bar. And we, uh, we, we both tried the, the local IPAs, uh, Indian Pale Ales, oh. for uh, the non- the not interested. Mm. Um, dog, they were terrible. It, 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 was, it, it was awful. They, they tasted like pond water. I, I went for what, what, what do you like about the IPAs? That's that's what I'm curious. I like the like, booze percentage. It? Like, I, I got it off the bat so it would, like, get me get me tipsy. Ugh. One man's IPA. Well, you go back, to like, three or four episodes and listen to the whiskey tasting where me and James had to gag through... <laughs> All of your whiskeys. It's the same thing. It's an acquired taste. I. Yeah. It's it's much stronger. There's IPAs that are like eight to ten yeah. percent. That 
you know, if you like IPAs, they're really good. There's some that I definitely don't like. Like I prefer not the the hazy, juicy ones. Those like are okay. heartburn in a can for me. But you know, I do like a good like hoppy IPA that is. Do you like Do you like milkshake IPAs? Those I've seen those around. I don't even know what that sounds disgusting, but no. So it's the I've tried them at breweries and stuff. Like they're supposed to be like a smoother taste to it. Um. I think the the issue was we just like the one like they were, it's a smaller brewery. It, they have a restaurant and everything, but um, their RP, IPAs aren't like meant for people who I think like IPAs. So they were like particularly pond watery. Um, <laughs> like, like, like Jared, you you put me onto the cats me out. Like that's my kind of IPA. Like where it's it's not too hoppy. Like it doesn't like make you want to die. It doesn't give you heartburn. I didn't um, mind it. I don't. I feel like he's speaking for the both of us. I well, didn't. I didn't. Mind. I, didn't I didn't drink the didn't one he mind, had. Mind. He had that eight point seven percent one. It's a, it uh, definitely is acquired like whiskey, but I wouldn't sit here and say it was definite cup. It was it was decent. All right, you saw my face on mine though. So maybe it was just mine. Man, mine was. I had a different one, and it was. It it made they me just, sad. They just gave you toilet water, and they called it. Yeah, they were like they threw a little like ethanol Something. in there. They're like, oh, he'll like this. And then- <laughs> I don't know. I've I've had many an IPA. There are some that you know, like there are some ten percent IPAs that are like drinking. It, it's it's it can get tough. Yeah, but you know, I, you know what's there's wild some eight percenters that really just hit the spot. I like the. Uh, I don't mind triples. Like when it's it's labeled a triple and it's, but like I've always found that like if it's it ha- it needs to be correctly labeled. A double IPA should not be any more than like seven percent alcohol. What? By, no, no, double IPA is like eight percent baseline. No, baseline. Seven percent is its baseline. Every um, IPA that I've every double IPA that I've ever had is like between eight and eight point four. Well, tri- triples are like minimum nine. Triples usually start at ten. I don't know about that. You just you started this conversation calling me the IPA guy. <laughs> I think that I would know. I just don't want you to be correct. Um, no, doubles doubles are usually eight. You can get some doubles that are like a little bit below, but that's yeah. also like I, I usually just drink the canned stuff. I'm not a big right. reason get. But I mean, like the triples, the triples are good, but some of them are just like ten percent is a lot. I mean, you get to yeah. the bottom like. Fifth of the can, it's like. I mean, can 10%, we ten percent of that? Do an point, IPA like, tasting? Ooh, yeah. I do that. Well, actually, at the liquor store by my house, they do a really cool thing where you can just take off singles and yeah, make like a mix and match four pack for whatever you want. It's like twenty bucks or something like that. So, for our listeners' interest, since we did a whiskey tasting in honor of Moy and St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> our <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. it, it was mostly an honor of you. Um, all right, but well, let's be honest, we would not have done it if it wasn't for me asking for it. Um, I think we should do an IPA tasting in honor of uh, our pal, uh, name redacted. Um, in Easter, in Easter, yeah, because the Lord loves an IPA. Uh, <laughs> That was the. That but was Jared, the but Jerry, since I had to pick out the the whiskey, you got to pick out the IPAs for us. No, let me do that. Uh, yeah, no, you would be useless. 
No. All right. So we'll work that out for for next uh, next Ipa, time. Ipa, Ipa, Ipa. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> while we're uh, talking here, it looks like Gonzaga's gonna pull away with this one. Um, <laughs> they're up by seven. There's like eleven minutes left. Uh, I already got my. I gotta get my uh, chickens in the whatever it is. The eggs in the basket. I'm I'm counting. I'm counting Gonzaga in. Uh, What's the next topic of this? Of, you don't uh, have to ask that. <laughs> We're gonna bring it up. <laughs> I don't know. I was getting. I was getting anxious. All right. So, Jared, you wanted to bring up one more thing, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, this. I. I, I hate to, to say that. I, yeah. I hate, yeah. Yeah. It's just I hate James. That, that's really the last <laughs> thing. No, I, I hate to go back to basketball, but I did have one no, last please. basketball thing about the Celtics. I was listening to some old podcasts, as I do sometimes. You know, when I'm bored and I'm out of new podcasts, I'll go back and listen to some ones that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and listening to one with NBA season restarted, which I had forgotten was rather suddenly. Basically, what happened was after the the delayed NBA season because of the COVID shutdown, mm-hmm. they did the quick you know season in Disney World, the bubble. It was very mentally taxing for the players. Yada yada. We all know about that pandemic yep yes precisely mm-hmm. um it, it restarted really abruptly they thought they were gonna have more time but basically the tv networks were like yeah you guys need to have like those christmas games that make us a bunch of money and that that's when you'll restart and they were like okie dokie so right. and you know thinking back the celtics were one of the last four teams that were in the bubble mm-hmm. which you know the difference between being the last eight teams and the last four teams they're in there for an extra two weeks mm-hmm. And you know they played a hard ass series with the Heat that they lost. It was it went six games. It yeah. was a very physical battle. I mean, and you talk about how mentally taxing it was. Now you factor in that quick and rather unexpected, and that's the thing that I got from the old podcast was the context of how unexpected it was mm-hmm. around the league that they were restarting so quickly. And a guy like Kemba, who you know had the knee drainage surgery kind of thing. Right. He probably thought he was going to have more time when he did that at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're like, oh no, you're going to be back then. And, you know, then you think of just the other guys, the young guys who just went through this weirdly taxing, weirdly timed, uniquely situated season. Yep. And now they have to go right back on it. And, you know, they got hit with COVID too. The, the, the second time around this season where Tatum gets COVID. When you, when you pile all those things on together, it, it almost kind of seems like it would make sense to take a mulligan for this season and and almost, you know, not expect, but understand the, the struggles and the, right. the start, stop, you know, win one, lose one, win two, lose two, you know, that hey, kind of thing. If, and I am okay with that mulligan if my Celtics and my Lakers don't win the finals this year. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. the same thing with the Lakers. I mean, I mean, LeBron's yeah. injury was freakish, but... Yeah. You know, AD went down. They played longer than anybody, and yeah. they they won decisively, but they played some hard-fought series, and yeah. I think that, that definitely affects them. Up until the finals, I think that they, they went at least six games every series. Um, yeah, and you got, like, really young teams that weren't, you know, the Suns who went off in the bubble, but they didn't even make the playoffs. They, mm-hmm. they won out in the bubble, but then they got sent home. Right. So they didn't have the extra games. They're doing great this season. The Hornets are having a really great season. Mm-hmm. They were not very long for the bubble if they were even there in the first wishing place. The be- wishing the best for LaMelo because I'd love to see. I, I don't want to see anyone get hurt. 
like, eh. <laughs> like I, want the whole NBA. I want the whole NBA to get hurt. Bring in the backups. Like, yeah. You know, when bring they in brought the whole the... G League. Bring in Wasn't the fans. Wasn't there a sport where they had replacement players? I don't know. I mean, most of the leagues have replacement players. No, I thought there was. Hold on, I gotta, oh. I, I gotta look this up because <laughs> that's I a hot take. Was, I thought there was a league that had like all replacement players for a year because of a labor dispute. Number ten on UCLA has sensational hair and a sensational beard. Like Let I, me I, see. I, just, I just needed. To just Can we throw a picture up? Can you describe it? Hold up, number Just long, like both of them are long, like long beard, long hair. It looks great. Wow, interesting. So in 1995, MLB, the Major League Baseball Players Association, went on strike. Spring training in 1995 started with replacement players. Oh, that must have been terrible. That must have been awful. The dispute was settled before regular season games were played. Players who agreed to serve as replacement players were subsequently blacklisted by the MLBPA. Damn. Interesting. I mean, I guess it makes sense. And apparently the NFL had a similar thing where they went on strike in 1987. Replacement players came in three oh. weeks later. The, the players that went on strike returned, which weakened the union's position. So I guess mm. that one didn't work out as well. <laughs> Imagine watching the NFL's backup. Like, that'd be awful. <laughs> it'd just be a bunch of regular dudes out there. That'd be terrible. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right, James, you said you had six I topics. I still think that the XF. Six topics? Yes. Yeah, that's if we get to all six. But all right, so the first one I wanted to discuss was. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're kidding. I couldn't even think of one if I tried. All right, that's not helpful whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> let me think. Let me let me throw something out there. Okay, so do we like the direction Disney's going in with the with the movie with the TV series instead of the movies? Yes, I like that. Way I more. don't. All right, so talk. Uh, it's, preach on it, my friend. Like I just haven't liked the show. I don't know. I I just feel like the Marvel movies in general, like the like the the action. You're not a Marvel fan. This that's irrelevant. It's it's very relevant because I'm you not, didn't like the original Avengers, which is wild. I never like, said that. Yes, you it's did. Avengers shit. They <laughs> <laughs> did what in the? They ain't Avengers nothing. Yeah. Uh, no, you you didn't like the original Avengers movie. Like that's that that like, discredits you from any commentary on. When uh, did I tell you this? Was it when years it ago? When it came out. Yeah. Did you watch Space Jam, James? The new one? It just the trailer just came out. <laughs> well, that's how, that's why I brought it up. But no, I meant the original one. Did you watch that? Yeah, but I can't really. I watched it so long ago. Actually, I actually I've haven't seen, watched it. I've seen bits and pieces. It, it's how how do you think the new one's gonna be? It's I trailer. The trailer looks be good. I don't know yeah. if it's gonna be better because I know the original one's a classic, and I have to. I'm gonna watch that probably like maybe tomorrow or something. Yeah. But I watched the trailer, and I gotta say. I was kind of excited for it. I think it's kind of goofy to see LeBron acting, but I'm fascinated to watch it happen. This is not a hot take. He's actually like in the in the things he's been in. He's actually oh yeah yeah yeah. He's funny. Like he yeah no he's, he's not like, bad. Yeah, like I I think it's gonna be he's athlete funny. Good. He's not really funny. No, like yeah, he's like athlete. Like <laughs> like it's funny to see. An if he athlete was five eleven, like, he wouldn't be funny. No, no. <laughs> like he 
he's like rich person, like most athletic human being in the world. <laughs> yeah, like. it's like it's like people who say Tony Romo's funny. It's like, yeah, he's funny, but if he was like five ten and did not play football, <laughs> he would not be funny. Know. Tony Romo would be a regular dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, like, I, but I, I, I will say I didn't like I didn't like it towards the end of the trailer, personally. I like the beginning, but it just the it, I was the, like, there's so much, the there's so much the, shit going on. The end of the trailer was him doing like the, him and uh, what her name, like the Lola Bunny doing the the Dwayne Wade and him oh. dunk. Oh, I, I was I'm I'm talking when they had like the army of all the animation characters come out. I was like, this is gonna be too much. They're gonna that's the basketball game. Be way over the head. They did. I'm just the, it's James. Like I don't want to see. I don't want to see the you know? the like the basketball part of it. I just want to see everything else. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it right now while you guys discuss this because I saw something in there I didn't like. Three quarters of the way, but the rest show, of it they, I like. They show the basketball game. All right. So at this point, if you're listening to the podcast, you're gonna want to tune your <laughs> television to. Uh, I see what you did there. Tune because of the Tune Squad. Nice. Oh yeah. Um. Good. This is oh yeah when they had Yogi Bear like this is fucking unnecessary Yogi Bear the Flintstones it's, like what is Warner, going on here it's Mystery Warner Machine, Brothers robot they, they, giant they own all of that I'm just skeptical of this I don't I don't I he don't goes the, into the Toon world it seems a little over right, I, I can't listen to him I I hate when he gives these kinds of takes Hawaii uh, rap no I don't want to do that yet um transition. Hawaiian rolls. Hawaiian rolls are very oh. good. The Hawaiian uh, King's Hawaiian, yeah, very good. Um, no free ads. No free ads. Yeah, sorry. Uh, promo code. Uh, we have promo codes Queens, for Hawaiian. Queens Hawaiian rolls. Um, Imagine that was the one thing we had a promo code for was for free Hawaiian rolls. Like buy one get one free. <laughs> we don't know why they sought us out and sponsored us, but uh, they want to get on the ground floor. We want to get that one listener to buy these rolls. Uh, <laughs> I actually uh this week uh, well, actually it was last week but um I had bought the like the full comic series for my favorite Batman like series called the long the long Halloween um and like they're all in really good like original condition with like the the bagged in box and everything and um. The first, so like the everyone sells like the it's it's thirteen comics and like everyone sells two through thirteen and maybe like the um like the specials that went along with it, but you rarely see the first like the first one like the first comic that came, that went through the series. Um, this guy sold it to me. I sold like the whole like one through thirteen, and I it's in like wildly good condition and like i want to like i so i bought the whole 13 run 13 series run for 200 bucks and there's a chance yeah there's there's a chance if i get like the first one rated it could be worth more than everything i spent for it like all 13 would you resell it no but I, i just like i'd own like appreciate it yeah like it because like it's my it's my favorite batman comic series ever and i'm so excited to have it like i'm gonna put up i'm gonna like hang them up and like in you know special climate controlled casing or whatever yeah um it's called the the long halloween it's 
it's the sequel to like the Batman Year One, so like it explains the origins of um, Two Face and okay. like how is it his origins like pretty self-explanatory though. No, so it, there wasn't an origin for Two Face until Long Halloween came out. There was once a oh, place okay, called okay. Two Face Island, <laughs> and they bred them. Was yeah, born with two faces. Um, so like it 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 introduces the idea that like, uh, Sal Maroni like on the stand at the and the judge like uh while he was in court like dumped acid on Harvey Dent's face and like Harvey Dent ended up becoming oh. Two Face like, um. But it, it's it also circ- like circles around a full calendar year of like holidays and like there's a a villain who's like killing people on every specific holiday and leaving like a memorabilia for each holiday's style. So if it's like Halloween, it's a pumpkin. If it's Christmas, it's a candy like candy cane and like it leaves a message. So um, it's a long era of like batman but it, it's one of the best and it's amazing so i'm I'm glad to just own it but like it'd be it'd be really cool if i got like the first one rated and it ended up being like worth what i spent on like the rest of them um but yeah so we last week we talked a little about uh, a little a little hawaii rap um oh yeah Jared, Jared hawaii. Yeah, hawaii. yeah hawaii yeah uh, Jarek gave us our our people we need to listen to, so I will let him preclude James and us and I, I should say. Um, Actually, could I interrupt real quick? I I, I wanted to to ask. I'd be more comfortable if you could, you know, going forward. You know, we can cut this part, but you know, I'd like you to call. Oh, me we gotta JP. leave it. In. Yeah, if you could call me JP, like Jared Pal, because. Uh, to me, it makes me feel less important than LP that she gets an acronym nickname and I don't. I get that. I get and that. Almost like I'm not as important a person in your life that you feel comfortable naming me <laughs> your day to day interactions. So, like, it's fine for me if I use my name. Like, everyone mm-hmm. knows who I am. But, like, when you're telling stories about the past me, if you could just refer to that person as okay. JP, that would be JP as well. Although, if anything, I Fuck. think it would. <laughs> it, it means more that I use your name instead of hers. Some mm. would say. Some would say mm. that the my lady is not as important. It's <laughs> gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> it's not as important because I don't use her name. Statistically, <laughs> there's a very small chance that. This is the one person that's still. Oh shit! I actually. Thank you so there. much for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I got an excuse. That's not worked out well. Um. um yeah. So, my artist for Hawaii, Hawaii was. Uh, that, that's the cue to cut back into the. What was his name? Uh. Um. Oh, wait. Wait, Creed, I, my artist was Creed Chameleon. Ooh. John Quincy fucking Adams. James, what was your what was your guy's name? <laughs> I got hunger pains. Oh, hunger pain. Right. No, that was that was the album <laughs> name. Yeah. I had Thomas Iannucci. 
All right, so Jared, you want to start us off since you assigned the Hawaii? Yeah, uh... yeah sure thing. Um, so I had Thomas Hayanuchi, who I when I randomly generated these assignments, I, I kind of had an idea that he was the most popular one. And he was found on Apple Music, which was nice. First one in a while that was not, it had to be found in the depths of SoundCloud or nice. some obscure location. Um, the beats were very unique, very unique, well-produced, like a new style production, a little bit of old school influences. The the song that I'm going to recommend at the end is definitely like an old school beat with some, you know, kind of hip hoppy rap. Mm-hmm. It's It's good. Um, definitely some lighter summery vibe kind of sounds that you would expect mm. when you think of what Hawaiian rap might entail. Mm. Um, but there was also some really nice, like deep, mellow beats that were, they, 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 they complemented each other well. They were very easy to listen to. Okay. Um, the, the cover art was very legit looking at Apple Music and all that stuff. I would say the rhymes, for the most part, they were pretty good. They were, you know, sometimes simpler. But like you know, like no slouch with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he kind of has like a like a gruff voice, Thomas Iannucci. Um, He looks like he's kind of like a bigger guy based okay. on some of the cover art. There's some some singing stuff, which is pretty good. Um, one song that I liked was called "Take Me Back." That was like kind of like the summery kind of like you could see us jamming to it, like a camp, not campfire, but like a backyard fire of some sort. Um, the one rap rap song that I liked was called Illyindi, I L L Y I N D E. I thought okay. it was illinide, right. like cyanide, but it doesn't appear to be spelled nope. that way. <laughs> um, but that was like a nice old school beat with actually some pretty good bars. I would say overall it was a pretty decent listening experience. I would right. give him a solid seven point eight out of ten. Ooh, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I will. Uh, I'll follow that up with um, my artist was Creed Chameleon. Um, so he was definitely a lot more like boom bap style. Um, a lot of like '90s, early 2000s, hard beats, uh, really good punchlines, uh, a, a lot of uh, long form flow. Um, I, I, I liked, I, I used to like Boom Bap a lot. So like, I, I appreciated like a lot of his style. He, he had a, he had a really nice flow. Um, he's got like a, like a cool voice and some of his bars sound a little, this is like on the opposite of Boom Bap, like it, where I said like more like early 2000s, mid early 2010s like he he had like a a couple songs sound a little like early mac miller um jerry like you know like mac like when mac was like heavy punchlines and um like a lot of just like talk like saying like how good he was at like what he was doing um oh yeah yeah like i'm the lyrical king and i got the ring things like that so like which like wasn't a bad thing. Um, so I I really enjoyed his style. There were some songs with the like, I hate to say, it, but like anytime he had a feature was terrible. The 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 features oh uh, kind of ruined the song. 
I didn't enjoy any of the features that he would have in his song. I think he's a talented person and should just stick to his own music. Um, but some so just some recommendations. So Kane Fields was a great song. Um, this does have a feature, but Peace of Mind was great. Um, I think one other one that I really enjoyed. Don't call uh, Peace of Mind. I feel like I do. What's up? I feel like I have a song. This called Peace of Mind that I put out. You probably do. Merciful was a great song. Uh, a trigger warning <laughs> for Merciful. There are some. There is one rough use maybe i won't recommend that song there is a rough use of the the F- yeah never mind no, no, i'm gonna cut that i don't fuck with that song um was <laughs> what a murder of a pack of puppies I, I oh oh uh everything's happening is a really good song um yes yeah, so only kind of racist yeah. follow him on uh, okay. uh creed chameleon period on soundcloud yeah good artist like if you like boom bap style, uh, it's a little date, a little dated, but it's not like, like, like boom it's, crap. If you ask me, <laughs> it's not like Eminem like bullshit or like you know like like rapidy rap or just like quick rap like quick quick talking. Like he has like just it's like the you know, like hard bass and good punchlines. Like it, it was good. James, you wanna you wanna follow up here with your guy? Yeah, so I had I had hunger pains, and the only album I was able to find from him online was Dirty Aloha. Oh, yeah. So, all right, so I will say this. So this is also Boom Bap, but to his credit, this album was released on SoundCloud in 2007. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. So I would understand. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, you know, what's crazy to me is that I'm the only person that has given this album listens, but I'm thinking, like, if this was back in the early days of SoundCloud, like that that's ahead of the time, right? To be mm-hmm. uploading stuff on SoundCloud in two thousand seven. Yeah. You I mean he might he, I, I feel like at this They have zero listeners yeah, I mean, on Spotify. The the wow. thing is if these people are from like thirteen plus years ago, they might have just been doing like, you know, Dat Piff or CDs still. They yeah. might have been on something else at the time. Oh, you know definitely what I mean? CDs, definitely. That's interesting. But CDs, anyways, yeah, CDs. so I mean I wasn't I wasn't a fan. The the song one of the songs that I I enjoyed the most was Rhythm and Rhyme. But okay. like Boom Bap to me has always been a hard listen, especially if it's like I'm the best and nobody's the rest and stuff like that. I don't really yeah. it's hard to get into it. But personally, I mean I think it's cool. I think the album name is cool and like the, the vibe is cool. But if you want to check them out, it's Dirty Aloha by Hunger Pains. Mm-hmm. From 13, and uh, 14 years ago. <laughs> and I would, you want to give... probably like 50 now yeah like <laughs> oh yeah they already look kind of old too in the picture yeah, they maybe they're not but, ass, but um, so yeah I would give this one like a 6 like a 5 to a 6 personally but oh, at the same time yeah. I, if I was listening to this 13 years ago then maybe not because I mean mm-hmm. perhaps it would have been different and I want to okay. say too I was thinking for the next state, maybe we should try to look up trap because I feel like if we do rap for these kind of random states, we're gonna we keep getting like boom bap old so, rap. So I actually I thought we'd do Nevada next. And is that a is that a random state though? Because I got it's the, not, and I, that's why I was worried because number two on the Nevada list is Baby Keem. And yeah, well, 
I he's actually well known. So like, I actually yeah. have a. I might have a more random state that I already looked up some rappers okay. for. Transition. Yeah, please. Uh, hit <laughs> I, I, I think it'd be unfair if one of us got like Baby Keem and everyone else got like random people. So. Yeah, you gotta stay random. So the state that I was thinking of was Wyoming. Then we are you Wyoming. Are we keeping track of this? I don't think so. We we probably should start keeping track. Of- <laughs> I, I, these these uh. We're gonna be like, oh, Wyoming. Alaska's the next one. <laughs> these Wyoming rappers, I did not. Um, All right, yeah. Recognize. So, are we doing yeah. trap? Did we should we look up Wyoming trap? You think so we can get something maybe a little bit more. In de- uh, James, in defense of the internet, um, I don't think the internet designed by whites knows it's fine. knows the, the difference between rap and trap. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. But the thing is, I feel like every time we look up rap, it, it pulls up like an old article for some boom bap. Ooh. Well, it also doesn't help that there's like three artists in like the random like 100,000 people states. Like, yeah. You're oh. only going to <laughs> get, bo- you're only going to get boom bap from like. I looked up, <laughs> I typed in, I typed in Wyoming trap and the first thing, well, I'll tell you the first three things. The first thing said Wyoming State Trap Shooting Association. <laughs> the second thing said Fair Bearing Animal License. The third thing said Wyoming Game and Fish Department. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, yeah. The, so Google, I, Google I, does not know the difference between rap and trap. Sorry. So I got five Wyoming music artists that Kanye right. West should collab with. I'm not sure why that's the context of it. All right, but that's not a bad <laughs> sign. Yeah. That might be a good thing. Ooh. Uh, Oh, see, okay, so, so once again, there is a dominant leader in the clubhouse. I want that one. Yeah, I feel like you've been getting the least dominant ones. Yeah, Who, I've, got, I've gotten some tough ones. All right, fine. You think you can have this one? So, <laughs> so this first one is Y O Y dash O Y dash O, which is a you know, it's it's emblematic of the state's moniker, Wyoming. But I mean, not really. Not the abbreviation, just like there. So I can't. It's just they—they they have a link on there because, like, when I did Y dash O, it just got me made in TYO on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, there's a. I'll, I'll send the link. Yeah, there's I a. I fucking playing the song. He's got hometown part two, and then you can probably get to his YouTube page that way. Um. Oh wait, I found him. I guess uh, this next one. You. This a is, white guy. Listen, buddy. I don't know how many non-white guys Wyoming makes, but <laughs> this looks like a like a bird, like that. This is the love child of Coley Mick and uh, Jeff Lowe. Like this, like look at this. So that's attractive. That's Coley Mick and Jeff Lowe. Like look at that no, picture. It's actually bizarre. <laughs> can we, wait, He's got fifty-seven um, monthly. Wait, what, what would you say so far is the best state? Best state so far. Yeah, your, or your favorite, your personal Oklahoma. Favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I liked Alaska. Yeah. Honestly, Alaska was good too. N seven and Pop. Uh, <laughs> I I liked uh, Kid Goten. He was really good. Um, yeah, we were actually able to find trap for that state. I did not enjoy Montana on my personal side. Yeah, that's. I think favorite. this one's. I think this one might be promising despite their obscurity. One of his albums is yeah. MDMA, so this might be good. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, James, you for number two, I'll give you the second most popular one. It appears. You don't want to do the algorithm for us? (laughs) No, not not this week. (laughs) So, I had to reprogram the lines of code. So, 
It's uh, kind of in the shop good. right now. So this guy's name is (laughs) you're gonna laugh, but Okay. His name is Doc Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Is Dr. Seuss from Wyoming? Hold up. No, 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 it's not Dr. Seuss, it's Doc Seuss. It's totally different. He's a Casper native. (laughs) That is very well-traveled. He's been in the battle rap circuit, deep is, in the Denver underground hip-hop community, and always makes sure he reps the 307 wherever he goes. All right. And and is this is this spelt, is it all one word, and is Seuss spelt like uh, how I think it is? No, hold on. I'm, I'm going to send you guys a chat so that you guys can. Uh, yeah, that, that might be easier. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm just laughing because I honestly wasn't expecting that. I read that it was going to be some cheesy, but then... <laughs> It's perfect. Um, and then my guy is Lou Kazi. Um, Lube? L- yes. No. Lou, L-U-E, Kazi, K-I-Z-I. Oh. Says, you may not be familiar with the name yet because he recently changed his name. Oh, there we go. Changed been, his name. He's been killing it on the mic as why well is, as the Why mic. is this ar- this link? Wyoming music artist Kanye collaborate work. <laughs> Why just because? He's oh no, like, he's possible. Just just because Kanye's been in Wyoming, people are like, no, we gotta we gotta get him <laughs> on the track. <laughs> yeah, I think this is just like a weird. But hey, honestly, like they accomplished their goal. We ended up on their page. That's true, bro. That's a really good point. <laughs> this on the link you sent. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's a remix, but the song on the link is hard in the paint. You know, Waka Flocka. Yeah, so Doc yeah, Seuss's song is yes. hard in the paint. Oh boy. I actually, yeah, my, my Hawaii artist, uh, again, big fan, uh, but like his, one of his songs was a tribute to Biggie. Um, I didn't listen to that one because I didn't want I was it. disappointed with Hawaii a little bit, man. I was too. Yeah, I thought there was going to be more Hawaiian. I mean, I guess maybe I was, it's just like. I was hoping for like. No, not, not stereotyping. Like, I was hoping for traditional music to be sampled into the beats and it yeah. ended up being a lot of boom bap and like which is fine but like i think we're we're used to local areas sampling like popular music from like those areas right like it, like just like the style today like an like Boston rappers sampling the Dropkick Murphys. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, they just came um, out with a new album, by the way. Yeah, we're not going to talk about like, it. James is like, finally, we get to talk about this. Um, but like, like, you, know what I, you know what I mean? Like, though, like I, I feel like we're used to, like, yeah. now, like, artists are, like, a lot of, it's a lot of sampling of, like, yeah. and, like, they have so much good sampleable stuff in a way. Yeah, like, you you think it would be, like, that? that's what I was hoping for, and I, I just got a lot of boom bap, and, which is fine, but. It's, yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, it's not what we're into anymore. Like, <laughs> um, so uh, Jarrett, you were upset with me, but I did say this Gonzaga game was done. I know it's a three. It's a. Uh, one, two, it's a one point, point game. game. It's three, a one point three. Uh, Fubo TV tells me it's a three point. How game. much time is left on your clock? 43.1. Oh, well, guess what? Mine's 38. BH. Nope. No, I, I, don't, I don't deal with wizardry. Oh, shit. I don't deal with traveling. wizardry. It's so. literally tied. It's tied now. No, 
Nope, it is eighty one eighty. I don't deal with wizardry on in my I life. Have, I have you a are... serious inkling that he's about to hit that free throw. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I will let you know if he hits it. Can I suggest something for the show? Please. Sports please, related. Please. He hit the free throw. I don't know how yeah. to I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Jimmy. So so I, I might I actually have a, they would a have new... burned you alive in sixteen seventy for a uh, to be a witch. Great Sorry. Continue, James. <laughs> so okay, so I will be honest, I've been following F one recently. Is so that I was, motorsports? Yeah, that's F one Formula One race Ooh. thing. So I'm wondering, so so they, they had their first race, I think like a couple of weeks ago. But the next one is coming up like uh next week or the week after and i'm gonna watch it so i don't know if we actually want to watch that because i'm actually gonna fuck yeah try to follow it a little bit i'd be interested in that so i still been want, on my nascar waves a little bit but yeah i think it'd be kind of interesting because we, we we're all we're all kind of new to it and maybe we might find it interesting because i'm i'm just saying we I'm putting the work in. race we all used to race sports cars back in high school oh yeah which you know, kind of crazy. We haven't thought of it before. But yeah, so I, I'll send you the stuff to look into if you guys are interested. Because I'm like, I've been doing my homework on NBA, NFL. I know Mike Trout. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know the number one player in baseball. <laughs> well, you you know it's nice actually. Uh, FP Father Pal. Father Pal. <laughs> He gave me the. Uh, well, if, if you work for MLB.com, use your earmuffs real quick. But uh, he gave me the password for his MLB ac- account, and he's got like the watch every game package. Mm. So it's kind of nice now. Like I just like when I'm bored, like or at night when I'm about to go to sleep, I just like throw on some West Coast baseball game to fall asleep too. It's kind of cool. There you go. Very empowering. <laughs> I'm I'm so right. upset that James was like I know baseball I know no, Mike Trout. He didn't say he knows baseball. He said I've been studying football. I've been studying basketball. I know Mike Trout. Like I, no, he honestly, he studying baseball. I'm not gonna lie. I thought Mike Trout was in the NFL. <laughs> it's, honestly, James, like you don't know Mike Trout is the least like offensive thing ever. Like nobody knows Mike Trout. Actually, no, someone does in this world. I do. I forget the, the MLB jersey sales. Like, Mike Trout sells less jerseys than, like, um, like some random people. It's kind of weird. All right. Well, well, it's been a great time. <laughs> oh, it's the intro. I always sing the intro at the, nope. at the end. All right. So, yeah, thank you guys for... Uh, <laughs> sticking around with us i think next so next week is our 10th episode ipa time baby yeah we should i think we should do an ipa tasting for our our number 10 i'm not an ipa guy james is not an ipa guy like jared you this is all you you are the uh the talent of the podcast um james is the james is the the muscle he's been killing the muscle um i'm the brains uh, some anytime would, we get some word, would say, uh, anytime we get word that someone's listening to our podcast, James takes them up behind the shed and <laughs> yep. 
make we, he, um, he makes sure that they they spend money on us. Yeah, we won't be um, having any of that here. Listening. No, we don't want streams. any fans. We don't want any fun being had on this podcast. Uh, so ne- yeah, next week is the number ten. So we will maybe hit you guys with another another uh, the, the the devil's water tasting. Um, oh man! On the show, we appreciate anyone for uh, keeping up with us. And uh, <laughs> James uh, James Rhodes is gonna take us out. So. Small oh, fry, right. small fry. Small oh, fry. Don't big down. Get them rings now. Tough mind, strong ties from a small town. Small fry, keep trying for your small town. Your time, go time, ain't so small now. Have pride, aim high, going strong now. Shop to big round, round. All the poles, that's a cowboy. Bring out the gloves. Just me and the Iggy team taking